I want to talk a little bit about relaxation, mood, and sleep. And I want to talk about herbs that can help with that. There is an herb continuum that goes from the most caffeinated, very stimulating herbs down to the most sedating herbs, and I'm going to go over a few of those. The statements I make on this podcast are for educational purposes only. My statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Therefore, the statements I make are not meant to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All of the information I share is simply for informational purposes only. You should always consult with a licensed healthcare professional before you start taking a new vitamin, supplement, medicinal herb, or conventional medication. You should also get Get professional advice before you start a new exercise program or if you suspect that you might have a health problem. Knowledge is power. I hope you use the information I share with you to seek the best care for yourself and the people you love. Thank you for listening. In the caffeinated, very stimulating category, we have high caffeine herbs like guarana, cola nut, coffee, and yerba mate. These herbs all have memory-enhancing, brain-boosting, and focus-enhancing properties. Some lower caffeine options would be black tea, chocolate, green tea, and white tea. And they also have the memory-enhancing, brain-boosting, focus-enhancing properties. Now let's talk a little bit about adaptogens. Adaptogenic herbs help your body adapt to stress, mainly by supporting the production of stress-related neurotransmitters and hormones. They're sometimes called trophorestorative or modulating, in reference to the fact that adaptogens can increase or decrease the function of any particular system based on what the body needs most. Generally speaking, adaptogens help you feel less stressed while increasing energy levels. Some are zippy, while others are more balancing or calming. We use adaptogens for a range of conditions whenever stress is a primary or underlying factor, which is pretty often for most people. Adaptogens are especially helpful when stress has left you feeling fatigued and sluggish, either physically or mentally. Most adaptogens support fertility, libido, reproductive function, longevity, overall vitality, mood, and immune strength and modulation. Depending on the herb, some also calm, invigorate, protect the body from toxins, decrease inflammation, balance blood sugar, improve circulation, and improve improved digestion. Most are warming to varying degrees, which makes them more or less suitable for a person's individual constitution. Zippy adaptogens include the ginseng species, Eleuthero, Rhodiola, Coronopsis, Zhao Gulan, and Cordyceps. Balancing and calming adaptogens include Rishi, Shizandra, Ashwagandha, Gotukola, Holy Basil, Bacopa, Shatavari, and possibly Chaga. So some stimulating adaptogens specifically would be red Asian ginseng, white Asian ginseng, American ginseng, and rhodiola. And all four of these have memory-enhancing, brain-boosting, and focus-enhancing properties. Then we have some semi-stimulating adaptogens like Cordonopsis, Eleuthero, Cordyceps fungus, Aralia species, and Jaugulang. The balancing adaptogens would include maca, shizandra, licorice, reishi mushrooms, and chaga. 
And then we have the more calm energy adaptogens like ashwagandha, holy basil, gotu kola, bacopa, and shatavari. Next, we get into the more calming, sedating end of the continuum. These include nervines and sedatives. Nervines are herbs that encourage healthy nervous system function and calm without being overly sedating. You could drink them before bedtime to help you sleep, but you can also drink them during the day for frayed nerves and they probably won't put you to sleep. Nervines are appropriate for people with a tendency toward depression because they calm and balance rather than sedate you, whereas regular use of strong sedatives may overly depress the nervous system and bring on feelings of gloom. Nervines are good because they are not as strong as sedatives, but they still offer the calming, relaxing effect. Some calming and uplifting nervines include lemon balm, fresh milky oat seed, St. John's wort, damiana, bay leaf, nutmeg, mimosa, vanilla, and turmeric. A slightly stronger category would be gentle nervine sedatives, and these include chamomile, lavender, catnip, linden, hawthorn, tart cherry juice, tryptophan and 5-HTP, and also warm milk with honey. The last two categories are the most sedating. These include the relaxing sedatives and the sedatives and sleep aids. The relaxing sedatives are passionflower, skullcap, blue vervain, wood betony, motherwort, jujube, kava, California poppy, which is a mild opiate, and pedicularis species, which are muscle relaxers. And then lastly, the sedatives and sleep aids would be the most sedating, and these include valerian, which is warming, hops, which are cooling, melatonin, which helps with your sleep cycles, wild lettuce, Jamaican dogwood, which is very strong, so you should use it with caution, and then opium poppy, which is illegal and addictive. So that was the herbal continuum going from the caffeinated, very stimulating herbs to the most sedating sleep aids. In previous episodes, I have gone in depth on coffee and its effects. You can refer to episode number 18 if you want to learn more about coffee. If you want to learn more about a relaxing sedative, passion flower, listen to episode 46. And recently, in episode 72, I discussed some of the benefits of motherwort, which is another relaxing sedative. Motherwort, or Leonaris cardiaca, has tiny, elaborate pink flowers, and it is a spiky, weedy garden herb. It sends the message of tough love in times of need. In spite of its intensely bitter flavor, motherwort quickly brings down anxiety and panic attacks, particularly when stress manifests in the heart with palpitations, pings of pain, and chest tightness. Consider it if you feel overworked, underappreciated, or on the edge of a rampage. Mothers and those who need a little mothering will find it useful. Its Latin name translates to lion-hearted, and indeed, motherwort brings strength during emotional roller coasters. Motherwort brings down hyperthyroid function, it eases hot flashes, and induces or increases menstrual flow. Motherwort is best fresh. You can harvest the aerial parts just as the plant begins to flower, but the large soft leaves in the non-flowering stage will suffice. Once it flowers, it goes from perfect for harvest to less than ideal within days. And you can tell because it suddenly looks less vital and has browning, thinning leaves. Motherwort tastes too terrible for tea, so it's often just used as a tincture, glycerite, or vinegar. Passionflower, or Passiflora incarnata, is a semi-tropical vine that travels through the southeastern United States with otherworldly blossoms that missionaries named Passionflower after the numerical symbol of the passion.
Passion of the Christ. The three flower stigmata represents the three nails used to crucify Jesus, and the ten petals and sepals, the faithful apostles. Only the faithful ones, though. Passion Flower shares Skullcap's reliable sedative effects for relieving insomnia and anxiety, as well as agitation and irritability in adults and kids. If you're looking for a relaxing tea, maybe this is a good time to brew a cup of Passion Flower tea. Passion Flower gently relaxes all body systems. It's combined with cardio herbs for addressing stress-induced hypertension and with respiratory herbs for asthma and anxiety-provoked lung issues, and it's good for libido when you're too tightly wound to enjoy anything. You can use the flowering aerial parts of Passion Flower fresh or dry. You can use them as a tincture, tea, or you can take them in a capsule. The dry plant loses potency after a year or so, and cold weather gardeners will find Passion Flower amenable to pots and greenhouses. It's definitely a tropical plant, so it prefers warm growing conditions. Almost everyone tolerates and will be relaxed by Passion Flower, but it may be too sedating for daytime use and in cases of sluggish depression. You should also use caution with Passion Flower during pregnancy and with sedative and cardiac drugs. So of course you always want to consult with a healthcare professional before adding any herb to your regimen.